This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. This is a Boardwalk Audio podcast. All I'm saying, Kelsey, is that Kanye <laughs> is taken too seriously within our society. And we just got to let him be Kanye. And I don't understand why we start asking actors and directors about how they think the world should because be run. Because sometimes they end up in a position of power. <laughs> Damn it, Kelsey. <laughs> Two, three, four. Podcast. We're making a podcast about 30 Rock podcast we're making a podcast about 30 rock we're calling it talk 30 to me it is great hi i'm kimmy i'm kelsey and this is talk 30 to me this is a podcast where we talk about things we love like 30 rock pretty much only 30 we talk about other things but it's really about 30 it rock. tends to circle around 30 rock it, it because it's a 30 rock podcast we should specify yes. we're like beating around the bush for some reason but if you're here you already know this was this is a 30 rock podcast we hope so yeah we hope you know <laughs> we hope you found out if that you found us. us through like some other means and you were looking for another podcast you're wrong but stay we're so glad you're here we're happy you're here um so this is kind of a special episode though yes yes it is we're not gonna do our normal thing why what but kimmy i like the comfort and the normality of my life and the structure when things change i'm afraid that's okay listener it's gonna be all right we'll be okay we will be back to normal yeah so that means because it's different today we are actually gonna be talking about the election no <laughs> <laughs> it's okay i know you started crying when she said that but we're all it's gonna we're be not a great gonna episode you guys <laughs> it's so fun kelsey and i are gonna argue at each other and then throw things it's, wait hang on, wait hold up saying that we're gonna argue at each other implies that one of us is excited with the results and one of us <laughs> is not and i'm not okay with <laughs> with with somebody possibly thinking that i'm on the other side no we're not talking about the election no, what if we're just angry with each other like with like not like with you but like with, like <laughs> together in conjunction with you we're like arguing at like an inanimate object or something in the corner like how dare you vote for that person i'm not even gonna say the name <laughs> that person a bookcase right oh bookcase isn't that one of Cerise's future kids names oh yeah it's a good girl's it name is, it's right a good girl's name or is that a hat, hat. <laughs> <laughs> this is genuinely what conversations are like with us it's so true <laughs> oh, man. okay so for real though it's today's not an election episode, episode it's not an election episode although this is being recorded in the wakes of the election oh my god oh, so we're gonna talk about something a little bit happier mm-hmm. that we have now made it through season one of 30 rock we did it. It has been you did so much fun. Woohoo, we Air did, 5. We did not know if we'd get this far. No, we did not. So I was like, wait, I'm like, come on, do the Air 5, Kimmy. Air Everybody five. will see it. And I, you just left me hanging. I know. So this is our finale episode. We we finished doing all the episodes. So this is going to kind of be a recap episode of what season one was about. Some of our favorite things, maybe our least favorite things, some things we're looking forward to, all that good type of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. We're just going to talk about why we love this season. You just said that. I'm not going to repeat it. No, you're it good. You're good. <laughs> Some people probably understand you better than they understand me. So it's Why? good when we just repeat. That's silly. You enunciate more than I do. Oh, sometimes. But I think I, I, I go off track a little more than you do, I think. 
Um, I think you tell delightful anecdotes and you make connections to other TV shows you love, and I love it. All right, I like it. And you also take <laughs> things very literally. I do. And I, I love do it. Take things very literally. I think if anything, I'm, I I just want. I think if you, I would love more research mm-hmm. next season. Okay. I'm ready to talk about this season. What did you think of this season one? We've gone through all of it and the show got established we met characters like it's just been chaos up in here mm-hmm. what did you think about this season overall as a comedy show as i mean obviously we should i mean clearly we're biased we love this show but like we've been harsh we've had episodes we don't like what do we think of this as a season of 30 rock from what we know of the show um i think overall it's probably one of the better ones and i can't decide if that's just because i like introduce when they introduce characters and you just get excited because you know how those characters are going to grow i definitely forgot uh, or didn't realize how much uh like jack business wise was in season one i mean already at the end of season one you're getting all the stuff with devin banks which i just didn't i didn't realize devin banks was in season one and devin banks when i think of the major conflicts that Jack has business related, it's absolutely with him. So I just didn't realize that that was in season one. So I was like, Oh dang, like that really is a continuing theme throughout everything. No, they really do get pretty quickly to the show. I mean, that's what we've all talked. We've not, we've all, I mean, you guys are with <laughs> us, but really it's just you and me, Kelsey. Yeah. We've talked about this for a while that it takes a little bit for a show to find its voice. Yeah. And that's a, I mean, that's a, it, it's really hard because sometimes it can take up to six episodes for a show to really know what it is and what its strong suits are. Um, and often it can lose an audience in that time. Yeah. Um, but I think the show did it relatively quickly. I will say, I don't think this is one of my favorite seasons because I would have said this until I was looking, I was prepping for season two. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh my gosh, I love all of these episodes. And it's just like season, every, it just keeps getting better and better in a lot of ways. Yeah. So I love this season, but I can confidently say like, it just gets a lot better. Okay. Because I would say the last maybe six episodes are much more indicative of like a 30 Rock episode than, the than like the big first six i see i just when i i always think of tracy does conan i know and that that's is the always thing. one of As my I favorite said that, things. that's what i yep. thought of there's that one there's tracy does conan yep and tracy does conan and the blind date yeah <sighs> that's it's hard like they're all like there's probably fewer episodes and i'd be curious because what we, there's what 13 episodes in season one and there were 16 in season two like i wonder if the ratio is still the same of great episodes versus okay episodes for season two than there were in season one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll find out. But I honestly think I would say ratio wise, this was like, I think there were like three or four meh episodes and the mm-hmm. rest were great. Well, and your definition of a meh episode is different than mine where I didn't like uh, Black Tie. Because you were so wrong about mm-hmm. that. You're Catherine so and wrong. I were on the same page. Um, I love her, but no, <laughs> no, I love. I can never. I'll never be over Black Tie. I think it's still so obscenely funny. I'll never, I'll never not find it funny. <laughs> but oh, I can respect it. <laughs> I want to just. This is this is ridiculous, but I'm gonna do it. The most comments I've gone from people, other than like you didn't know who Scotty Pippen was, right? <laughs> Is the fact that they're really impressed with your hiccuping. Really? Yeah, people were really impressed. <laughs> I was like, I actually cut a solid amount of them out. A lot. But of I think them. I might try not to. So I'm hoping to introduce in season two a bell I ring when you hiccup or something <laughs> absurd. Or maybe I'll get like just a clip of them saying like them saying something ridiculous. Every time I hiccup. Yeah, I'll do it like just uh, blurg. Every time you hiccup, I'll insert blurg. <laughs> or something ridiculous. Um, okay, I'm glad people are, are, are entertained by them or charmed by them because they're just a part of my life. And One day Kelsey is going to be out of the mall just walking around having a day. They're going to recognize me by my hiccup. Yes. <laughs> like, are you on a podcast? You didn't let me paint my word picture. But sorry, tonight. sorry. I'm sorry I cut you off because I was like the idea of it. <laughs> I think this is a really good season and I... 
I'm just really excited to see the show grow and I think it did a good job of finding its voice and I would say about halfway through the season I really do think it did mm-hmm. um, I think we clearly got our first example of one two great Liz Lemon boyfriends yeah not one two plus you know the couple of dating a mishap she has along the yep. way which she does have that you see her 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 really trying to balance that the work life ba- like trying to figure that out and wanting love but being happy in her job but wanting something else and that um, just kind of trying to find that satisfaction i think is i think she's just trying to have it all she is trying to have it all she's had it all but can we just say like how definitive um particularly in the future series how definitive these two boyfriends are these dennis mm-hmm. duffy oh, the, and the floydster what is the floyd's Floyd last name i don't even know do we know with a name like floyd do you need a last name what is his last name i don't think we get oh, told that's it. gonna bother me okay google floyd's last name i will do that but you know Here's the thing. Well, Sudeikis? No. Sudeikis. No. Floyd Sudeikis. <laughs> no, he, but he's such a different, because he's such a the good boyfriend, right? She has mm-hmm. so many bad ones. He's, who's always, he's good always ones. compared to. He's the, he's the one that got away, yep. right? He becomes the one that got away. And I think it's really fun that we, such seminal characters to the show, are established in this first season. So Yeah, I'm trying to think any of her future. I'm like, the only, is the only boyfriend, oh, I guess we don't see the hair come back and we don't see Wayne Brady come back. No. Which is a shame on both accounts. We know my love of the hair. Yes. That man looks so good in a winter coat. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Well, here, Kelsey. Yeah. Oh, Floyd DeBarber. Oh, that's what they said. That's a joke because I think it's Floyd. He's like, I had a barber named Floyd. A Korean barber. His name is Floyd DeBarber. That's right. That's really funny. So are you saying that's not his last name? No, I'm saying it is. That is. Okay, that's okay. a joke. God, because of the hisses. Okay, yeah. It's a joke, Kelsey. It's <laughs> I don't, a comedy. I don't understand jokes. <laughs> yes, you jokes. do. You're jokes, very funny. Jokes don't make sense to me. <laughs> All right. Well, what was your favorite episode? We're just going to go through a bunch of like pretty much this is our, like back and forth. high school classroom, like eh, like what best ofs uh, of the yeah. season. Who's the social butterfly? Uh, clearly it was <laughs> Suri. Um, absolutely. No. Which, you know, Suri's last name is Xerox. Of course it is. Of the Xeroxes. Of Xerox right? the Xerox. The Xerox. I wonder if that was supposed to 100% be like a, a dig at Paris Hilton. Oh, completely. Yeah. They, they were like, what's a ridiculous company name, Xerox? Yeah, let's do this. <laughs> her, her best friend is Melanie FedEx. Yes. <laughs> right? No, what was your favorite episode this season? I think it's got to be Tracy Does Conan. And I don't, I think, I think it's because you just see the absurdity of Tracy which I think that's what I'm learning more and more. Cause I've always like, I love Kenneth and I still love Kenneth, but I'm appreciating Tracy more while we're going through this, the podcast. Um, and so I just love watching Tracy and his, his, uh, he's just so freaking funny. And just the way that he does everything and where people are, are fawning over him and trying to help him and how Liz really will try and do anything to get people to, um, I, I don't know, to be presented in a right way and to help them and just do all that stuff and just bending over backwards and helping Jack at the same time as helping Tracy and sending Kenneth and, and Pete, why are you wearing a wig? Like all that stuff. I think that uh, Tracy does Conan just, I think it hits all the marks for me. No, I, I would, I will say that's my favorite episode from the season too. It's really close between, I was really split through. It's between black tie, Tracy does Conan. And actually you know, for all I said about how I think the last half of the season is mm-hmm. more indicative. The first half of the season has those and blind date, blind date. Blind date's so good. But I agree. I think Tracy does Conan sets like a, it really sets the tone of what is her problem, right? What is Liz's mm-hmm. problem? Liz's problem is everyone else and yeah. everyone else needing her. Right. And her not being able to say no, her not being, able to take care of herself she can't even get that cookie right she can't even eat um that shot oh frank that was my blood cookie what ew Ugh. and then takes another bite 
blood cookie for the win. That's such a gross, gross thing. I'm going to always say that, you know, and I want a missile response from you. No. Um, But yeah, no, that's the pacing, the music, the tone. There are so many moments in that episode. It just completely sets the tone for what that show is. Yeah. Um, And when that show is at its best is it's like Tracy Disconan. Plus, it's just such a perfect, it reminds me of a bottle episode. It's not a bottle episode. I was 100% thinking thinking that right now because for me, my favorite episode of Community is still the episode of Community with Annie's Purple Pen. Oh, the bottle episode's the best. I love that. And that's, that's, as you started talking, I was like, yeah, I'm like, it's, it's not a bottle episode, but it has that same feel to it. Cause it's so succinct, right? It's its own story in it, but it says its own story. It's a microcosm of what the entire show is about. And that's mm-hmm. what usually what a bottle episode is, right? Yeah. It's where you actually get into what is the show about in a very small space. That's, that show I think functions, th- that episode functions that way. Yeah. Like their, their bottle is the entire studio, not just the set basically. Like I think when I, when I think of a bottle episode with 30 Rock, I assume it's going to be in the writer's room is what I just picture things happening and that's that's not what happened but it does have that feel of a bottle episode it's just so focused and it's just so funny and the the tone I can never get over the music in that episode and Kenneth <laughs> excuse me LaDonica you have not been helpful yes. <laughs> I just awesome. always picture Tracy up on the wall and like him just making weird noises and him using his foot as his shoe as a phone like I just oh up in the I'm bugging out uh huh oh he's so everyone just gives such a great performance in that vocal episode uh, vocal exercise <laughs> like it against his mirror reflection well and what's so great about that show about 30 rock and i'll talk about this a little bit later but every character often plays against type in that show oh, like we yeah. have episodes where liz you know she's always the same one and then she goes crazy we have episodes where you know alec ball uh oh my gosh jack. i know their names jack you know jack is always really self-centered but every now and then he's really good at being helpful everyone plays against type mm-hmm. but in that episode it so establishes who everyone is yeah i shouldn't move the mic that much but i'm very Stab- excited uh, it helps with volume uh, control you can do dramatic <laughs> effect <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna regret having done that i, I have to edit it out <laughs> no i just think it's really really interesting the way that episode establishes the show and i think honestly if i had to tell someone like what's 30 rock watch tracy disconan yeah. if you want to if you for some reason have stumbled across this or you have friends who haven't watched 30 rock haven't watched tracy disconan they will understand what the show is about well and i was laughing because i don't know if we're gonna talk about these later we can talk about it now we are looking at amazon reviews uh, for season one <laughs> and a lot of the reviews were like oh, I couldn't get past three episodes or I watched the first two episodes. I'm like, oh my gosh, get to Tracy Des Conan. Like, that's what I felt. That just get I, there. I wanted to go through and comment on all of them. Like, yeah. What like, if we do? Let's just do that. <laughs> Let's just do that. And we'll, we'll create a talk there to all me right, on everyone, Amazon Look for account. us on Amazon.com yes. <laughs> <laughs> backslash F-R-N-T-Z. No, I'm kidding. But just Google Amazon. Just Google 30 Rock Season 1 and then look in the comments and all of us just being like, shut up, you. Right? Like, you don't know what you're talking we about. We do. We have a podcast. <laughs> right. It's going to be great um what are the other things we should cover what are, so we talked about our favorite episode what else what are your favorite line from the episode am the i the show? worst if i just say we'll live every week like it's shark week because it's so darn definitive i thought you were gonna say did he just say the word pumpkin to me oh i do love that one too mm-hmm. i really want to i want, want a pillow with that sewed on it <laughs> sewn sewn that's i i think it's probably from the the pilot episode is tracy saying uh crap what did I say it was? Hang on. Oh, I wasn't on crack. That's racist. I'm straight up mentally ill. <laughs> why on earth? I don't know. I just find uh, that so funny. Why on earth is that your favorite <laughs> I don't, line? I think it's because of just, it's it's the introduction of Tracy. And I think it's just him just having a, I don't know, a response to like, no, I'm not crazy. Like, that's racist. And I, because it, it plays into the whole like, 
that like racism is such a huge part of 30 rock in a really bad way that sounds funny but like no, no it's, it's, a, it's 30 rock there. is a place where you deal with it 30 rock deal uh, deals with it really interestingly so yeah i guess i i just i just i'm so intrigued i wouldn't be like you know what kelsey likes she likes that straight up mentally ill line the straight up mentally ill one because i'm definitely i'm all i you're that's fair to say pumpkin but yeah but you know what i also always think of and i i don't know if that's in season one is the problem is the line where no it's not season one where Tra- uh, Kenneth is talking about the the water bug on his channel changer. <laughs> that's that's, that, that's what I was struggling with. When I was trying to remember which one was my favorite because that's what I think of. And I, I was like, I don't think that's season one. This is going to affect me. Um, but yeah, I think that that might be. I know that's kind of it's not like as funny as you would want it to be. I think we're a favorite quote for no, a I'll show. own it. It's just not what I saw coming. Be you, man. Let your wings <laughs> spread and fly. Also, this rug you have makes it really hard for me to sit up because I keep sliding. Around. I know. I'm sorry. You're fine. It's fine. It's everything's mostly for decoration. Okay. Everything's okay. <laughs> um, yeah, my favorite line is definitely Shark Week. Um, live every week like it's Shark Week, people. You know why? Because that line changed the world. Oh, it totally did. It changed the world, so I, I stand by it. Or maybe I am a head plus at best. <laughs> <laughs> um, I guess maybe what character do you think throughout season one might have grown the most? It's really good. I knew we were asking this. I didn't prepare I mentally. Can I say Grizz? No, just Grizz. Ah, yes. Mm-hmm. World calm, man. World calm. Why are you so obsessed with telecommunications? <laughs> <laughs> I think, okay, this was it. I think of all the characters who grew, the character who probably grew and developed the most was actually Jonathan. I think Jonathan oh, started off as this okay. really silent character in the background. He was just like, I don't know, he's just in the background. Just in the way that I think of all the characters that shrinks, Josh shrinks in this season. Well, yeah. Because we, we've discussed this, he's gone. Yeah. <laughs> but I think Jonathan, we go from, he just was an assistant in the first two episodes, no lines, nothing, which is fair. They'd establish everyone else. But we go from that to suddenly getting this character who's really fully fleshed out and is just obsessed with Jack. We get it so clearly. Does he say that he puts up with so much in this season? Yeah, he says he puts up with so much. And I think we also get that bit where he sends Liz to go track down in uh, the last episode to go track down Phoebe uh, because Phoebe's cheating Mm -hmm. or looks like she's cheating and he he wants to protect Jack. So we go, we get that like sense of like, I'm kind of in love with him feeling from Jonathan very early. And uh, well, it's very clear by the end of the show who Jonathan is, which is a young man who's very in love with his boss. Like actually <laughs> both like yeah. just looking up to and in love with his boss, but he just started off as just another jacket or suit, ja- a suit coat in the back. Yeah. Not suit coat. It's a suit jacket. I kept every time. No suit coat. I think suit coat's the right one. No, you're <laughs> laughing at me and it's because it's not true. Um, I just think he is probably the character who grew the most in the show. All right. I th- think Jack actually, because when we first meet Jack, he's just, the businessman at the top of the world and all he cares about is making money for the show and making things better. And he's got his microwave vision. And at the end he's started to, he cares about Liz. He cares about what she thinks of him, um, which episode one, Jack could care less about that. No. And then she says emergency contact. Mm-hmm. They're so sweet. He's developed really interestingly. And mm-hmm. I'm, I just would love to sit down. Hopefully one day we'll sit down with, <laughs> with Alec Baldwin, <laughs> with Alec Baldwin himself. No, I'd love just to hear from people how fully fledged these characters were from the beginning. I yeah. mean, obviously we knew Jack was going to have this dynamic with people, but there's so many people in this show and there's so many aspects to him that I wonder, I definitely believe Baldwin brought to the show. Oh, for sure. Your, your Mac is shedding. It's got, it's got, a, <laughs> it's got a hair on it. So, um, favorite guest star of the season. Oh my gosh. I can't even think of who we... Nathan Lane was on this season. Who mm. else has been on this? Tra- oh, it's... I mean, can I just say Conan? 
Oh yeah, that's I, a good one. because that's a plot line. That's a joke, a running joke. I love is that she dated Conan mm-hmm. and that interaction they have, Elizabeth, and then that bit where he's with with he's with uh, Jack and he's like Black Irish bastard. Yeah, right back at you, Red. Yeah, and they split. That's a, that's a great. Line. It's a great interaction. So I think they just really, I think this season they're still filling out all their guest stars. Um, and I think Conan, because I don't want to count Elaine Stritch, because Elaine Stritch kind of was a guest star at this point, but she becomes a regular on the show. So, I, yeah, I'm going to say Conan. I think they feel so comfortable with him. I just really think Conan, they clearly felt very comfortable with him. Okay. They clearly, uh, I think because he's part of their community in comedy writing, they just felt very comfortable throwing things at him and building things yeah. for his character and giving him a hard time. Because everyone just likes to pick on Conan. Okay. Because it's amazing. It's so much fun. I've been watching a lot of Conan lately and I really love him. I see that. <laughs> I No, did you watch his video where he's in Harlem? no oh my gosh kelsey do yourself a favor okay go on the youtube uh, google conan harlem it's because he did like that week in new york at the apollo and he went walked around harlem and it's him walking into like a a, just like this he walks into a very like african-american ladies hair salon where they're doing braids and it's just them all like woo conan like so excited and i mean he's just huge and redheaded and then they start braiding his hair oh my god and then he starts dancing and twerking and you just see there's a woman outside it's very funny it's just all i've watched it like eight times because it makes me happy okay i will i will have to watch you're actually very serious (laughs) i am like oh my gosh i can't believe i haven't seen that you should definitely watch it but uh yeah conan's my favorite guest star in this season wow how about you like my default response is will arnett but he becomes like a recurring guest star so i don't really want to count him as that no you can't you're Um, wrong and (laughs) um and wayne brandy i feel like we've talked about him too much and i don't want that i mean that's a fair one though he's so good yeah but i think what i'm actually thinking which i think you'll appreciate is actually uh oh crap what's his name gerhardt Habsburg. oh paul Rubens? i always want to say it? it's paul rubens not john paul not yeah. peter paul rubens not peter paul rubens or john paul rubens not the famous painter from the uh from <laughs> not the famous flemish painter no no that's not Is the flemish i don't even know yeah i think i i think i really liked his character which so even though i did not like his episode i i liked his his character gerhardt. And his, yeah mm-hmm. gerhardt Habsburg. old enough to rent a car <laughs> He's so good. cannot metabolize the grapes. <laughs> you do a good Will Forte doing German. Why? Well, thank you. Well done. <laughs> I practice that sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So I think that I think that um, he would probably be my favorite guest star of this season. But little asterisk by uh, Wayne Brady and Will Arnett. <laughs> Fair enough. I think that's reasonable. Yeah. Um, were there any characters from season one? I'm like, we've seen this show backwards and forwards a million times. Any characters? Two million times, Kelsey. Get it right. (laughs) Sorry, two million times. From this watching through that you went, oh, I forgot that about them. Like you didn't realize, like, I I think the most obvious one actually is probably Jonathan that I forgot that the very, very beginning, he was a very calm person. (laughs) And by the end, he's he's quite eccentric. No, actually, I remembered this about Jonathan, which uh, is strange. I think I weirdly love Jonathan, and Mm -hmm. I don't know why. I think I just feel for any assistant ever. I think the character who changes the most, weirdly for me in a lot of ways, it's Tracy. Okay. And it's because this, I had forgotten... Tracy just finds his voice in this show pretty quickly and but he just becomes kind of more and more 
of a caricature, right? Mm-hmm. And this first, obviously, in these first few episodes, he is a caricature. He's ridiculous. But there's a gravitas ridiculous. to him. Also, he's like really skinny in these first mm-hmm. few episodes, which weirds me out. But um, there's a lot of, there's like a gravitas and like a real background to him. He's not just this sweet, harmless character in those. Like he's someone, he's clearly going through things and has stuff going on. Yeah. Um, and I, there's like a little more realness to him at the beginning of the show. And then he just becomes kind of this lovable doof mm-hmm. who just causes lots of problems. But it's really harmless. Yeah. But I don't know if he's harmless in these first few episodes he causes a lot of legitimate trouble right. and i don't know i find him i just also just always forget how skinny he is at the beginning yeah and it's not that he's not skinny now tracy you look great we love you so proud of the uh of the healing and mm-hmm. the work you're doing but you were like really skinny at the beginning of this and i'm worried it was a there were reasons yeah i'm worried there were very like specific. jenny craig and like working out a lot that's exactly it. He's like Weight yeah. Watch. He was like the face of Weight Watchers he was for, for four years. <laughs> yeah, it was great. No, um, <laughs> no drugs. But <laughs> uh, there are drugs. Never mind. Never mind. Never mind. <laughs> there, it's a possibility. Mm-hmm. Are is there anything? I my next question is as whether we're looking for any forward to anything in season two. Um, okay, so we had a lot of fantastic hats in this season yes frank's hats Um, best of frank's hats i can go through and list them all out real quick if you want um i almost want you to do it as fast as you possibly can (sighs) all right are you ready ready yes go ninja expert done deal extra sauces joystick master double cheese arcade champ bigfoot expert handheld over easy esp tutor kung fu beach rods karate sluts beef and beans uh beef and beans smells high score extra cheese one million points ufo cop squeeze it cool as ice time travel agent liz rock smash potatoes beef rabulae atomic super kit mystery solver bahama trapezoid alabama leg sweep force field and aliens night force <laughs> i feel like did i say one of those twice i think those you said beef and beans twice well i said that twice because i said beef and beans and it's supposed to be beef and bean i'm so impressed with you Cassie. Um, i think i said oh no okay so there was extra sausage and extra cheese and ninja expert and bigfoot expert he, he knows a lot of stuff about about things that that five, 10 year old boys care about it's very 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 true um yeah, so those were his. Of those that I just listed out, do you have a favorite? Bigfoot expert. Bigfoot expert. Maybe extra cheese. I think it's pretty <laughs> clear. What does this even mean? I think it's pretty self-explanatory. <laughs> oh, Frank, Frank, Frank. I do love him. He's never changed. God really, bless him. Yeah, I think I like Kung Fu Beach. Just because we were very confused by that. Because it's I beach spelled it. like the tree, not like the location that you go to and get sunburned yeah i don't know is there yeah i'm still really we never got to find it let me google let me ask siri siri what is kung fu beach let's see what she says for jackie chan goes she spelled it wrong kung fu beach oh <laughs> siri nope she just sent me a bunch of uh, kung fu dojos in boynton beach oh and right. long beach hmm. siri didn't know well nope. we're the jury is out let us know if you know tweet at us what kung fu beach is mm-hmm. So I have been wanting to discuss mm-hmm. um, something for a while and I've been waiting. Um, basically, gosh, some weeks ago, I'm going to pull many it up. Many weeks ago. Many, many weeks ago. There was this gorgeous article written um, in Wired Magazine and I immediately wrote the author. So thank you very much, Brian Raftery. If I just mispronounced your name, I'm sorry. 
<laughs> I got really nervous right when I saw it because I hate saying names for the first time. Th- basically, I was reading online and there's this gorgeous article. And it's called In a World Gone Blurg, We Need 30 Rock More Than Ever. <laughs> it was written in August, so it's a little later. But um, it's just basically this beautiful article about how 30 Rock is this hopeful version of the world. I'm going to read a lot of this, but I just really wanted... We'll make sure to post a link to it on our Twitter when this episode comes out, though, because everyone really should read it. It's they should really read it. It's a really lovely article. Um, I think I just want to read a couple sections. This first one just puts in so many 30 rock jokes. Oh, my gosh. That's the best. It's amazing. It starts with it's almost been it's been almost a decade since the debut of 30 rock, which means two things. One, you've had nearly 520 weeks to live like they were Shark Week. And the show um, is far enough back in your memory that some of the best bits have probably vanished from your mind grapes. Uh, which is a really cute line. But Mm -hmm. what I really enjoyed about it was just seeing the hopefulness of 30 Rock. I think the the centerfold section I really want to read is this. Um, Brian writes, at a time when Twitter has turned into a 24-hour test kitchen for rhetoric roiled racist, dear Lord Brian, (laughs) the amount of alliteration there makes gives me like chills it's so good mm-hmm. so rhetoric roiled races and quote donald trump defends size of his penis is an actual headline on cnn.com 30 rock offers a soothing alternative to reality a series in which a bunch of at odd balls Hmm. at odds balls that makes more sense a series in which an a bunch of at odds balls attempt to openly and clumsily talk about racism sexism ageism homophobia and classism all without shouting each other down 30 rock is a very silly place populated by actual grown-ups and in 2006 that was enough to make it feel like a happily exaggerated workplace fantasy 2016 though it feels like a dispatch from some far-off pla- planet utopia um and i just find that so true i think obviously we were joking that we're not going to talk about the election but i will say i think it's just everyone could admit it's been a really trying time mm-hmm. for the past i'm not gonna even say since the election it's been really trying for the past year and a half it's yep. been awful it's been awful and i just love this idea and i think another show that did this well was parks and rec but i think when shows like this they have two characters at odds right we have jack and we have liz and jack is this die hard republican and liz mm-hmm. is this die hard democrat i won't even give them those assignations of parties he's conservative she's, she's liberal, liberal right and they're just everything that people we get so frustrated with each other and we can't even speak to each other and this show takes two people with completely different philosophical viewpoints and and puts them in a situation where they have to learn to respect each other mm-hmm. speak kindly to each other um there is a line I really enjoy. He says, but watching 30 Rock now, what stands out is not why everyone argues, but how, especially Jack and Liz. For all his insults about her hair and wardrobe, their back and forths are seldom cruel or petty. Instead, they're rooted in a kind of begrudging empathy. Like pretty much everyone else on 30 Rock, Jack and Liz have more in common than they care to admit. As both are failure-fearing workaholics with deeply embedded family issues and a chronic inability to sustain a romantic relationship. They know each other as well as they know themselves. And I just love seeing this like concept of this middle ground that they approach, right? They are of such different... And that was the show was pitched an idea of like he was going to be this conservative, she was going to be this liberal. Mm-hmm. They were going to be at odds. But there is such respect and um, I think the term is affection okay. for each other. And we're seeing it at the beginning here and it just continues. But they're just so affectionate to each other. They care about each other. And they are affectionate to each other in their differences. And I just find that really beautiful. And I think it's a really good example to us about how do we love people with really different ideas. Um, and this isn't me trying to tell people how to do it. I just love when TV shows 
encourage us in how to love each other better and yeah. particularly when it's something you never would have watched a nbc comedy be like i want to see how to be around different people but mm-hmm. the show really encapsulates and it just shows a bunch of people who are weird and stupid and say ridiculous things like vote osama 2008 right um and it shows them how they end up really still appreciate each other and are, give each other grace yeah mm-hmm. i think it's cool when you can watch a show that is pure you watch it for the comedy and you come out of it like if you take the things that you observe and it can make you a better person. Like, I think that's, I think that's a great thing. I really liked the, um, the series in which a bunch of at odds balls attempt to openly and clumsily talk about racism, sexism, ageism, homophobia, classism. Oh, it's so true. Like, I think that would, if everybody, when you have a disagreement with somebody, or if you're just talking about something like you're, I mean, I've always been under the, I don't know, try to like, when you have an argument with somebody, the point of an argument, when you have a disagreement with somebody is not, to shove your opinion in their face if your goal of that conversation is to better understand their side of it. And if both people are doing that, you're both going to get to share your opinion. But when you're asking the questions, it's not, I'm going to tell you how I feel, but some why it's, you want that? Explain it to me more. I want to fully understand where you're coming from. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that that kind of plays a lot in that same way. Like you're gonna openly talk about it. You're gonna be a little clumsy because we're humans and we're stupid when we make mistakes. But I think that was, uh, I think that, the, the, especially using the bunch of at odds balls, um, I think that that is such a great classification of, of, and a description of who they are as characters and as people that it makes me want to, like sometimes you, you watch a character on a TV show and you're like, oh my gosh, I would not want to be friends with them in real life. Like how frustrating would that be? And watching Jack and Liz interact. And even when you get, uh, no, okay, Jenna's not quite the right example. Let's just stick with Jack and Liz. That Jack and Liz, I would sit in a converse, in, in a room with a, a, an ultra conservative person and a very liberal person, and I don't think that I would walk out of there feeling like I had been attacked or that they were attacking each other. Like they were clearly just trying to talk. Like they have different opinions, and it's it's okay. And they tease each other. They tease each and other, and they oh they get annoyed with each other. That's I think more so this season that any of the others and maybe I'll change as we go or I'll stick to this that Jack and Liz end up at a very brother sister relationship spot and I think their relationship changes continually obviously through the show but especially now where it's very like we've different opinions that kind of annoy me but oh I will defend the crap out of them yeah you like get mad until someone picks on you like get frustrated with them until someone picks on your sibling mm-hmm. that you go for them um, I want to read the last paragraph I'm just reading this entire article but I want to <laughs> read this last paragraph um, quote, if my friendships and my jobs are incompatible, I choose my friends, unquote, Liz says at one point during the episode. She's not talking specifically about Jenna, but she's getting away the underlying philosophies of 30 Rock, namely that you're not always going to like the people you work with and struggle alongside every day, but you can find some way to love them. In 2016, such a notion may seem as antiquated as a Haldeman sketch, which may be why 30 Rock has become my escape pod from our modern world. It is a show that doubles as a vision of what a discourse could be like if we put forth the most patient, reluctantly sympathetic versions of ourselves. No wonder I want to go there. (laughs) Isn't that beautiful? Mm -hmm. Oh, Brian Rafferty, thank you so much for letting us talk about this. He's a friend of the show. And when I mean (laughs) friend of the show, means I emailed him and asked if we could talk about this. So I I consider him a friend of the show. But um, no, I just think this is such a beautiful way to view this show and such, I, I don't know. I don't know about you, Kelsey. I'm in a place where I kind of need hope. I need hope that people are yeah. going to heal. I need hope that things, we're going to fight for the things we really care about and that we're going to love each other mm-hmm. through differences. Um, and you know, when I'm saying this, I'm, I don't mean these extreme things. I'm talking about the average person. Just like human decency. <laughs> and I just really, I don't know. I just was so excited to read this and be like, yeah, this show does offer that. And I'm just so grateful 
I'm not against the PC culture. I do. Mm-hmm. I have feelings about PC culture. I think it's important that people feel comfortable and that people feel accepted and loved. Yeah. Um, but I also really appreciate that Maybe Tina Fey. Like, what were you going to say? I'm like, I'm like just cause some people are a little too sensitive. Yeah, but I don't, I'm not even going there. I, I think it's important to be polite and to be aware of what people need. But I also really appreciate that this show tries to create a safe space with the amount of expertise they have to say, like, this is what we think about racism. Mm-hmm. This is what we think about this issue. And then to be like, meh, whatever. Ha ha. Vomit. Yeah. Like, that's what I love that. I love the space this show creates and being a satirical take us like hear what we say but don't take us too seriously like television series yeah can it, i really like and i know we can we can bag on big bang theory all we want mm-hmm. so i haven't watched it in many many years but thanks to buzzfeed and just facebook you kind of see what's going on and from what i understand it's the last couple of of episodes that uh what's her face is is pregnant not penny and not the other what one of the girls is pregnant is it bernadette or Amy? yes bernadette. spoilers for big bang theory. sorry i think that bernadette it is was pregnant gonna be bernadette and that they're dealing with i'm like i'm sure they're still doing the the silly fun sciencey nerdy stuff that they've always done but they're also dealing with the fact that bernadette is has talked about how like she's not excited to be a mom and that i i appreciate how they're they're taking this place where like stuff like that isn't talked about um and whether like i'm i've had friends that like things i'm like like i'm speaking baby specific right now but like that infertility and miscarriage is like those are things that happen and that sometimes a mom is nervous about not loving their kid until they see and they talk about that all the time they joke about how dads don't love their kids until they see them for the first or you know that sometimes dads struggle with that until they've held their baby in their hands for the first time yeah and you never hear that being talked about from moms and so i have loved just seeing the little snippets and articles about that that Big Bang Theory is 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 being able to show that and represent. And I think that that's a, I think that's a cool place for a comedy show, whether you think they're funny or not. That it's a comedy show that they're no. able to use that their platform to to get that out there and to just open a dialogue about it. No, and you know what? If I were to ever um, criticize Big Bang Theory, which I'll be honest, I have, it would be for the fact that they weren't doing anything. I think pushing. I think don't think they were doing anything. They would often take the easy road, or they wouldn't do th- anything really challenging, mm. or, or how what I perceived as new or of unique perspective. But literally, what you're saying is like the opposite of that complaint. Yeah. So if, I mean, going to that subject it makes me respect that show a lot. Because yeah. you're right, that isn't something that's talked about. And I personally think that comedy is a better space for those conversations than drama. Yeah, because. Because in drama, it was such a long side. It really was. I I just. I just think in drama, it's so easy to manipulate something. It's so easy. I just think it's so easy to, um, I don't know. Maybe it's just drama. I just have a hard time with the sincerity. I just have well, a hard time working through things through drama. Well, and, I, but I'm curious too, if like if for you and me specifically, like I think we'd like to think that our real lives are mirrored more to a comedy show than a drama. Yeah. And I so really we relate more to friends yeah, than I do right, the we, good wife. We relate more to a situation where we can watch it and laugh and then they hit on a hard thing. Um, yeah. I mean, same. I'm like, I'm like, and friends and how much further they both dealt with infertility in those shows and um, yeah they did and that i think that was great in such a space to to open the dialogue about it so i think it's not maybe big bane is taking you know hints and like oh maybe we should follow suit which is okay so you're following somebody else but you're still talking about it and you're talking about it differently no i think it's interesting and i think one of the uh, often oh this isn't true shows like this and uh, this is us or do never mind i was gonna say something about like elevated figures versus relatable figures but that's not really true to drama anymore mm. i just think 
for me to let people in and say something about me, I'm much more willing to listen to you if I'm laughing than if I'm oh, crying. Yep, yep. And so shows or comedians or people who speak truth via comedy, I'm so much more willing to take it with a grain of salt. And I think honestly, it's true of our generation. If you consider the Colbert Report and the Daily Show, right? Yeah. And pretty much all the late night, this like late night revival we're having right now because of this election is I think people are really tired. Don't trust it when you say it straight, but if you say it with a sense of humor and the logic yeah. that's required of that, people will trust it. Yeah. So I just love the safe space not the safe space i hate that term i don't hate that mm-hmm. term i hate buzzwords um i don't hate the term itself i like the the space 30 rock creates where it likes to talk about actual things but doesn't take it so seriously and we've talked about this a couple yeah. times but it is probably one of my favorite things about the show and i'm really appreciating that he picked up on that and made a really beautiful argument of why that show is still important um and i saw hank green made a very similar argument with parks and rec with uh, oh, okay. ron swanson leslie nope and their relationship as a really good example of how we should dialogue in this country yeah and i was really moved by that i like it Mm-hmm. thank you so much brian for that article i Definitely. really enjoyed it write more of them please do and we will talk about them on our podcast yes all right now from that place of someone who revered 30 rock i really wanted to go through the series uh season one Gosh, I just went so British. Uh-huh. Watching too much <laughs> bake. Watching too much Great British Bake Off. <laughs> Series four, Great British Bake Off, BBC One. No longer. Um, so I really want us to go through the Amazon reviews of the show. Mm-hmm. And because Amazon's the best and people say weird things. Do you know they just found a serial they caught a serial killer through Amazon? Shut up. They're doing reviews of like knives and other weird things on Amazon. He's like, if I killed someone. Oh, yeah. If you Google, he's the Amazon serial killer. It's the worst. They found all these bodies on us. I read too much news. It's really dark. Oh, my God. But he left like reviews on Amazon. You could find them. It's like crazy. Like this slices the skin real well. Like that type of thing? Not the fully that gross. I think it's just like, ha ha. If I ever killed someone, this is the knife I'd use. And he actually killed people. Is that awful? Oh, talk about the pr for those companies. so any Man. of these people giving negative reviews might be serial killers we're just we'll saying that that's our on here is like oh tina Fey, i want to cut off her nose and then she shows up with no nose tomorrow <laughs> we know who we did know it who it was. we'll be like it's uh it's <laughs> tool bag 2007 right <laughs> uh. <laughs> all right i found this one really really entertaining okay. um it's a lot of really angry conservatives which i found funny mm-hmm <laughs> Because I'll be real, I got into this show as really conservative politically right. at that point, and I loved this show. I was like, yeah, they're right. This is a good point. Um, Jack Crane said in 2013, I have never seen a more annoying, quote, comedian. I, I'm putting too much voice in this. That's right. That's right. I'm trying to be unbiased, and it's not happening. <laughs> quote, comedian on TV. The whole show is basically about how much smarter she is than everyone else, and it gets old. I never liked her as a person. She is your typical liberal pass title <laughs> tina fey is smarter than all of you gist of show <laughs> dear lord uh, who pissed in his cheerios that is disgusting <laughs> <laughs> I, i'm getting all the food metaphors and it's winning with you oh i am that is special um i liked uh from user it's 1929 again 30 rock is the stupidest show on television no wonder no one watches primetime television anymore. This liberal crap is as funny as Obama being president of the United States. Ancient Rome had nothing on us. Won't the revolution be a blast? <laughs> Seriously, I can't believe anyone watches this drivel. For the revolution. <laughs> Won't the revolution be a blast? Won't it be a blast? Oh my gosh, guys, let's revolt. 30 Rock is so bad. I want to revolt. <laughs> 
just as funny as Obama being president. I want to hate something so much I revolt. I don't feel things that strongly. I know. I'm not that passionate. I'm, about I get really excited about things, but I never hate anything to the point where I'm like, I'm out of here. I always okay. assume that there's a reason for somebody not to hate it. Like, all right. Like, you're justified, I guess. Okay. Actually, I'm going to say this. There's one thing I've hated where I almost revolted, and it was Men, Women, and Children, the Jason Reitman film. It really upset me. Fun fact. It didn't do well because you know why? Was that the one you terrible. went to the early screening? Yes. Okay, yeah, yeah. It was awful. I was never supposed to talk about it on social media. Oops. So, <laughs> wah, wah, wah. All right. Here's not Studio 60. Dot, 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 By LAA. So why are the Writers Hello. Guild on strike? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so why are the Writers Guild on strike? That's not even... Nope. Is the Writers Guild on strike? Yeah. Why are the Writers Guild on strike? Yeah, he even makes it singular. Why is he doing that? <laughs> I can only assume it's because witty, funny, intelligent shows like Studio 60 get canceled and they're forced to write for stupidity like 30 Rock. Dot, <laughs> dot, dot, dot. That's LAA's signature is dot, too dot, many ellipses. Dot, dot, dot. Normally, um, like, that many dots, like, based on The Office, that many dots is, like, a provocative thing where it's, like, dot, 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 dot. Mm-hmm. There's this whole thing. Uh, I, wow, what a waste of one's time by Denier. Denier? <laughs> I sincerely tried to watch this show, but could not take it anymore after two episodes. What didn't I like? The constant camera moves, the wear of the top character cast, the embarrassing jokes, the questionable moral at best, the appalling script and dialogues, the awkward and odd scene cuts, and the bad acting. What did I enjoy? The silence once I pressed the eject button on the DVD player. What a relief. So angry. <laughs> I just don't get why people get this bummer. This like this bummed out about it. Right. I liked um, Three Stars by SBL Dent on August 10, 2015. Given as a gift. <laughs> That's it. That's the entire review. I like- was this review helpful to you? Yes. Oh, I have to log in to do it. I'm not going to do that. It was helpful to me. Thank you. I like this person with a Judy Wiley with a verified purchase. I would give it a zero rating instead of a one if that were an option. She then goes on to describe how basically she couldn't get the DVD to play in her DVD player. <laughs> I put a 30 Rock DVD into my computer and it still could not open. I could open other DVDs and I also tried another DVD, actually a CD in the DVD player, and neither worked. The DVD player was working fine a week ago. So she's claiming that she put the DVD for 30 Rock in. It didn't work. And then when she started putting another DVD in, the DVD player stopped working. So obviously the DVD from 30 Rock is what broke it. <laughs> uh. Also, my favorite, this one might be too many 30 Rock. This uh, from Jay Dubois. <laughs> the site was did you see it? This one I did. Please read this. this the laugh. site was confusing, and I ended up ordering two of the Thirty Rock rather than return one and pay postage. I gave the second one away as a gift. Next time, <laughs> I need to better understand the site. Three out of five stars. Oh man, two people found it helpful. This pretty much just turned into a review of the actual DVDs themselves, which right. brought me out. I want a reviews of the show, but I uh, I just loved it. I think. <laughs> Um, this is the other one already. And this isn't here. I'm going to give this like a asterisk right now. I'm laughing at just like the complexity of like what he's, I'm just laughing at what he's saying. But if you like these shows he's talking about, I'm not laughing at you. I respect your taste. (laughs) It's just the passion of what he's saying or she, whoever Botnik Roller is. (laughs) So this is good show, but far away from being the best dot, dot, dot bought by Botnik Roller on March 6, 2009. Um, I'm skipping part of it. Uh, my favorite part is this is a conventional show by all accounts. It has absolutely none of the wit, boldness, the intricacies of the plots of guess what show he's going to say. Just guess any show. Studio 60. No, my name is Earl. <laughs> 
plot intricacies, oh wit, boldness. Oh, you know, that is what my name is <laughs> all <for>. about. <laughs> and hey, again, if you like my name is Earl, I'm not Joe. I'm not knocking it. I didn't watch the show. No. I saw the trailers. It did not hit me as something <laughs> that you could be described by with the word intricate. <laughs> and then he says, heck, two and a half men and even Big Bang Theory outright more fun, more clever, more dynamic, spelled with D-I-N-A-M-I. I shouldn't pick on people's spelling, but it just like makes no, it better. No, that's half the fun. I was utterly disappointed. It's just nowhere near greatness. Nowhere oh, near. Disappointing. I liked uh, Pup Love, P-U-P-P-L-U-V. Um, two out of five stars. Mm-hmm. One star for Baldwin, one star for impressing award committees. I tried. <laughs> I really did. The first season, I tried three episodes and just couldn't stand it. I give it a star for Baldwin because as hard as it is to admit, every Baldwin is talented. Whether every hilarious Baldwin is talented. Whether hilarious comedy Steven, or drama or action. That I one that was in all. that one that was in Sharknado was yes. a special Oh no no, it was Shark's Attack in Venice I saw with my father. It's a sci fi movie, but he was especially <laughs> talented in that one. I enjoy them all, most of the time. <laughs> the other star is for being so good at impressing the award committees whether it's because everybody knows everybody or because they make the kind of funny that the elite media types like or they made a deal i do not know but they deserve a star <laughs> for being able to beat some of the best shows on tv the best shows on tv without having to be one of the best shows on tv oh no how did they do that well that takes talent or something Sorry, but it just doesn't compare. Not even the same league as The Office, Big Bang, Pushing Daisies, more comedy within a drama, I guess, and so many more. I'm going to give him this. Pushing Daisies was highly underrated, but it did win an Emmy, so I don't know what he's complaining about. I tried after they won all the awards to watch the second season, and it was worse than I remembered. Oh, I'm so sorry. I'm so disappointed. Oh, pup love. Uh, Go love some pups. Right. All right. Those are the best (laughs) of the reviews. Yeah, those are I just find Amazon reviews so funny. They're kind of the best. They're just ridiculous. And I don't mean to knock people's spelling. I don't spell things right. But if you're going to be really angry on the internet, you know, use. There's a lot of. There's like Grammarly. Use Grammarly. Right. Maybe also, in 2009 there wasn't a Grammarly. I'm so sorry. <laughs> or happy for those of you who like enjoy that. got one more thing to do in our recap episode which we've been sitting on for a while and so many people have asked us to do and mentioned it and share the link with us it's so. time and i'm in charge of this give me yeah i'm so excited where did that go so a couple of episodes ago we did the uh jenna trump uh donald maroney uh we shared that where a lot of things donald trump said you couldn't tell whether it was him or jenna maroney and we have a whole other fun thing where are the things that Kanye West tweeted or I guess or said so yeah that Kanye West said is it Tracy or is it Kanye yeah so Kimmy's got a list of tweets or quotes or something that Kanye has said maybe and I'm supposed to guess whether it was Kanye or Tracy who said them I I you'll probably see through these but we're gonna try all right we're gonna try okay First of all, I want to say this basically came up. A couple of people realized that you could put Liz Lemon in front of any Kanye tweet and it sounds like something Tracy <laughs> says. So we're going to see if you can uh, if you can rem- if you can figure all this out. So are you ready? I'm ready. I am looking at my bookshelf. OK, I'm going to start with this one. All right. Also, I'm going to put Liz Lemon in front of ev- all of them. Oh, too, please do. Please just do. so you know. OK. Liz Lemon. I want to hold up a mirror to society and win a record for world's biggest mirror. That was Tracy. I know. It's so great. <laughs> Liz Lemon, whatever happened to my antique fish tank? 
That's got to be Kanye, right? It is Kanye Gooden. <laughs> but all I kept picturing was like, did Tracy ever ask why he doesn't have a fish tank in his room anymore? Mm. No, I don't think he does. But that would be pretty good. Liz Lemon, I make awesome decisions in bike stores. I I don't remember Tracy ever saying that. But I think so. I think that's got to be Kanye. Do you remember Kanye ever saying that? No. But I'm not a Kanye apologist like I am with Tracy. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. It's Kanye. Oh, my gosh. Um... Liz Lemon, I need to protect my reputation. You take away my street cred and I'm Wayne Brady. That's Tracy. Because then she follows it up with, no, you have an Emmy that you stole from Wayne Brady, right? Yes. The whole thing. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Um, Liz Lemon, I wish I had a fashion week time machine. Now I got to learn to live with regrets. When was Kanye sad about his fashion week? I know, right? I don't know. His fashion week's great. He looks so sad in this photo. Oh my gosh. He always is so proud of his fashion week stuff. Mm. (laughs) Um, let's see what else. Liz Lemon, this is my chance to redeem myself with mainstream America. That's Tracy. Yes, that is Tracy. Um, Liz Lemon, do you know where to find marble conference tables? I'm looking to have a conference, not until I get a table, though. <laughs> I can picture Tracy saying that, but that's Kanye because I've good. never heard Tracy say that. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Liz Lemon, what's better for devil worshipping, iPhone or droid? Does Lucifer return text? Is he or she on Skype? Don't want to be sexist. Is that Kanye? It's Kanye. Okay. I'm like, dang, I can 100% hear Tracy saying that. Uh Uh, Liz Lemon, I want to edit the film on a boat. Where are the good editing boats? (laughs) It's Kanye It's Kanye. Liz Lemon, why don't they make MacBooks that get online like an iPad? That's some bullshit, man. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Kanye. (laughs) That's amazing. All right, one more. One more. Liz Lemon, I think girls be trying to impress other girls with all them weird-ass lip colors, LOL. Is that Kanye talking about Kylie Cosmetics? Probably. Mm. That's in his family. That's going to be the next episode of Keep Me Up with the Kardashians. Oh my gosh. It's going to be ridiculous. Oh my gosh. So it was pretty clear who said what. But only because I know Tracy's lines so well. But like if I didn't know like no uh, Tracy's never said those that would have been very difficult. I had a really hard time fighting lines. I'm like man that's so clearly Tracy. These are the most. But even as I read them I know that mainstream America one is so Tracy does Conan. Mm -hmm. Uh, But it's so good right? This link I'm gonna we're gonna have to post some of these memes when we release this episode because they're so So good good. because Kanye looks so sad in all of them. Like sad Kanye. Have you seen the sad Keanu? I have. Oh my gosh I had a cut out of sad Keanu in my college dorm. Sad Keanu. I love sad Keanu. He's so sad. Here's the last one I'm going to read and I didn't do this one because this is my favorite Kanye uh, quote of all time. Okay. It's uh, I'll I'll put the Liz Lemon. Liz Lemon. I hate when I'm on a flight and I wake up with the water bottle next to me. Like great. Now I got to be responsible for this water bottle. It's the greatest line of all time. That's up there with it was the best of times. It was the worst of times. <laughs> oh, I love Kanye. That's what so Kanye, much. I'm sure he feels like he's like, I was asleep, it was the best of times. I woke up, there was a water bottle. It was the, the worst, worst of times. times. Yeah, exactly. Oh my gosh, look at you connecting <laughs> that. That was gorgeous. Oh my gosh. Kanye's my fave, man. I love him so much. <laughs> Wait, we hope he gets better. We hope he gets better. Yeah, what's happening in the future with Kanye? Because right now he just canceled his whole tour and went to a hospital. Yeah. What's going on? I don't know. Future listeners, let us know. Because we won't pay attention. Oh, I'll pay so much attention. But you should still <laughs> tell us anyway. Um, we want to close this. Yeah. I that was think, a fun first season. I know. It was a great first season. I'm really happy with it. And I'm really happy we're doing this. And I w- I'm really excited about second season. Kelsey, what are you looking forward to with second season? Um, 
one of the episodes <laughs> just one of them um i was looking up the episode list earlier oh i think i'm looking forward to subway hero knowing that dennis is coming back really quickly dennis duffy and i think one other thing that i was thinking about earlier when we were talking about like character growth i'm looking forward to i don't know that it happens in season two but just overall I'm looking forward to watching Jenna and Tracy's relationship because right now it's still in such a place of like, ugh, like, Oh yeah. She's him. like super not into him. Still. Yeah. The but, last end of last, the last episode, she's so upset that he gets, he comes yeah. back. Yeah. So I'm really excited to watch their relationship grow over the next season, but also the rest of the show. Yeah. I am really excited for this season for its guest stars this is this season and season three i think have my favorite guest and that's that's a lie they just get better and better yeah but particularly this season i think has one of my favorite guest star episodes okay um green zone yes we've this, got david schwimmer coming we've got carrie fisher coming Carrie fisher oh my gosh jerry seinfeld Sign coming seinfeld vision um and that for me i think i'm really excited to talk about seinfeld vision because that was the first episode i ever saw yes. and that was we talked about in the first episode of this mm-hmm. podcast but that one was a big that was a big moment for me with comedy i watched that and i was just like what is the show i remember sitting on the ground in my living room watching it in front of the tv like i was a five-year-old but no i was 16 years old yes. I was a grown woman pretty much um and i loved it so i'm oh, so excited to talk fred about fred armison next season as well oh i don't remember the him amazing race episode yes mm. it's gonna be so good yeah oh I'm, my gosh yes i'm very very excited for it's that. gonna be so good guys there's so much ahead um i'm trying to think if there's anything else that we should say to wrap up season one other than that this has been a fun adventure yeah i'm excited um oh we should talk about the fact that we're gonna take one week yes. off to end it we're just gonna want we want this podcast to start with the new year so we instead of um we're gonna have a three-week break after yep. this uh, episode instead of a two-week break so, so january i think third 2017 that's oh. when we'll start season two season two we'll start then and we're kind of excited for some things we've got planned for season two we have some really good guests lining up so we're really excited about it we're gonna get some of people we know maybe some more page action maybe maybe i mean it might be appropriate to the plot lines um maybe some comedians that i really enjoy yeah yeah some people be, you've heard on other podcasts that's yeah fun stuff we're we've got some stuff we're really excited about so yeah so in the next three weeks if you're missing us where can you find where can people find you kimmy um i'm at kimchi lucas everywhere um it's not very exciting i'll probably just instagram my dog a lot but it's going to be a really cute dog yeah it's christmas it's christmas i'll post some stuff on my dog too because i love susa Ooh, Susa. Yeah, Susa March. Um, you can find me every place, Redheaded Blonde. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you can find our show everywhere, Talk 30 to Me Pod. Send us some emails, talk 30 to me pod at gmail.com. Thanks for the reviews. They're kind of fun to read. We get really yeah. excited about it. It means them. a lot to us. Please, if you have a sec for Christmas, all we're asking for is an iTunes review. All I want for Christmas is an iTunes review. Or a pillow <laughs> with, uh, did he just say the words uh, pumpkin at me? Uh, like to me, stitched on a pillow. Yeah, and then sent to my, uh, sent to a PO box we set up because don't I don't want to say my address. <laughs> <I'm but> A B C twenty six oh three. Yes, exactly. No, send uh, a pillow, but mainly just iTunes reviews that helps yeah. us out a lot. Um, and yeah, reach out to us. Let us know what you're thinking. If you have any suggestions for this, otherwise we will be back in the beginning of the year with our normal programming. Yep. Mm-hmm. All right. Happy New Year. Merry Christmas and any other holidays we might have missed <laughs> imagine christmas wishes shooting out of your eyes no what? no shooting out of the skies Is no it's imagine christmas wishes shooting out of your eyes a candy cane full of snowflakes a stocking full of smile ah, 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 it's 
smiles. I, I thought it was sighs. Oh, maybe it's sighs. I don't know the lyrics. Should we Clearly go? not. It's a Jordan <laughs> Christmas. and shows, visit BoardWalkAudio.com. Don't forget to rate and subscribe now.